The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on. Thank you so very much for all of you listening for as long as you have been listening. And I'm always fascinated by the people that are out there right now. Someone asked me a question. They asked me, um, well, how have things changed in 15 years? And the answer is this. We're able to reach more of you easier than we have ever done before. Um, Our technology, of course, helps. But the other thing that's changed is the books and the authors and the messaging is so very cool. You know, we're seeing new ideas that really are responding to the questions that all of us are asking. And today's show is about that. You know, when we think about our lives and think about what we're drawn to. Many of you have heard me do shows before about animal totems, let's say. But what about flowers? Have you ever heard me ask the question, which I've done a lot of times, you know, I'm really drawn to that particular flower. I don't know why I'm drawn to it. You know, Linda, who's my best friend, she doesn't understand why I'm drawn to it. Um, there's nothing in my history, my background, or my family that would say, okay, you should be drawn to this particular flower or this particular plant or this particular anything that you put into the ground. But why is it? You know, what is it? And, you know, when we take a look at that phrase, roses may be red, violets may be blue, uh, but then what? What about them? What about violets? And why is it that Linda so absolutely loves these beautiful purple iris? What is it about that? What's the attraction? What does it mean? And how do we, in our everyday, connect the dots between meaning and beauty? Joining me here today is Sherilyn Darcy. And she has got a fabulous book that we're going to talk about. But She is one of Australia's leading floral experts, and she has given us the ultimate comprehensive guide to more than 1,000 flowers. And this is where we're going today. It is the book that somebody needed to write, because when you ask the question, what does this mean? What does that mean? And is there a special symbolism in it? Nobody had the book. Sherilyn, great to have you. Thanks for joining us here today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You know, um, so this this book, Flowerpedia, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people say Flowerpedia. They want to call it a Flowerpedia. And yes. whatever you call it, it is a book that is an encyclopedia of sorts that will give people meaning and messaging to their attraction or non-attraction, everything from soup 
to nuts in this book. What a work <laughs> of art you put together. Well, it was the book I couldn't find. And I guess um, and it's, it doesn't sound as sexy, but it is a, a language of flowers translator because the first half you can look up the meanings of flowers. Like you could look up something like congratulations, which is quite simple, or something like innocence or abundance. And you can find the flowers with the botanical names as well because our common names change across not only across countries but across areas as well and I've tried to make the book uh, suitable for everybody wherever they are in the world and so I've put those botanical names in as well so it's the first half of the book and then the second half of the book it lists the names alphabetically of the flowers the common names with the botanical names so you can look up things like what does violets mean why does my best friend love irises you can look that up. Or if you're looking for gifts to give people uh, or you're having a wedding or an event, you can bring more meaning into these occasions by selecting flowers that truly symbolise people, events, occasions or the energy that you'd like to convey as well. So it's just the book I couldn't find. They were all my journals and things put together and people would constantly ask me. So I felt like putting my journal in their hands, this is it. So it's a language translator and in the back it's got all the your common lists of anniversaries and and even things like clans and and things like that as well in the back so and it's something it's a good size to carry around as well you know I want to just go through how the book Mm -hmm. works if we could for a minute and then we'll we'll dig into to some of this you know most people would think okay all right this is a book of of flowers so let me open the book you know, mm-hmm. we're going to get all the flowers, but that's not the way the book goes. Um, what you've done is created a story based on the way we actually think and see the world. Mm-hmm. Well, right? this goes, yeah, absolutely. And this is, and, and people will say to me, how can I learn the language of flowers? It, you already know it. You, it, it is within us already. It's just that we've forgotten because we most of us live in cities in the western world and we are somewhat divorced from where flowers come from what they actually mean our seasons we we see flowers wrapped in plastic down at our store our vegetables this way and so we're a little bit um separated from these sorts of things way back when (laughs) we had when we were foragers and hunters we had to know it was vital to our survival to know when flowers came, when seasons came. And the people who could understand this the best would survive the best because flowers do have that emotional response with us. So this, the way I've set the book up, is to try and reinvigorate that again. To, and this is the start of the conversation. As you said, it's a thousand <laughs> um, flowers, Dr. Pat, but that's not all the flowers in the world. But I've tried to make a good cross-section and as you said, like a story and the start of the conversation, I really want people to start exploring more flowers and and to look at this as their starting point, even though it is quite comprehensive and a good cross-section. Well, you know, I was really struck by it because I started to look mm-hmm. things up. You mm-hmm. know, I started to think, okay, let's look up some flowers. Let's look up mm-hmm. some meanings, you know. And then once you start looking, it's like mm-hmm. you cannot put the book down. So before we get going, first of all, I want to ask you this question. How can people get a copy of their book, the book, 
And how can they find out more about the book and find out more about you? I'm going to I'm gonna make sure we <laughs> tell folks throughout the show today because sometimes I, I get caught up and forget. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm most things you can find on my website. So it's my name, Sherilyn Darcy, um, dot com, Darcy with an E in it. And um, I've got lots of links there to places all over the world where you can get my book from. I know Flowerpedia is released uh, on the 1st of May in the United States and throughout the world in, in Australasia, it's already out and in mm-hmm. Europe as well, it comes out about May as well. Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Wiser Books in the USA uh, are my publishers and Rockpool Publishing in Australia. And it, all your good bookstores should be able to order it in because it is traditionally published and, and um released as well and also my publishers you can contact them I know a lot of stores sort of go to them to find distributors as well so that's where all that information can be found good great okay so let's start out with a little story sure so um I have a couple of I love flowers I like Mm -hmm. you know this time of year especially um but you know I have this um, standalone in a planter holly, uh, let's just call it a holly tree, bush, whatever we want to call it, holly. Now, okay. I, I know that you're not supposed to plant one, you have to have them together, whatever that is. But it's this one structure, this, if you look at all the other things that I plant, they're all beautiful. And then there's mm-hmm. this holly thing. Mm-hmm. And Everybody that comes over, uh, you know, Linda was there. She said, what are you going to do with that holly bush? What are you doing with that? And I Mm -hmm. said, I just like it. I want you to just leave it. And they're like, but it's like spreading. And and I'm thinking to myself, okay, so it's, I mean, why is it bothering so many people? And there's no way I will get rid of it, move it, or do anything but be able to look at it. So what's going on with why, that? Why are you connected to it? Well, look, we become connected to different plants and flowers because of their meaning. And this was going back to when I said we know this language within ourselves. Those who've studied complementary medicines like flower essences and aromatherapy and herbalism will understand a concept known as the doctrine of signatures. Uh, that's a whole other world, but it does tap into this language of flowers. And we understand this by the way a plant looks, but also the way it feels. And being drawn to something these meanings, these uses of these plants, the heritage of the plants say something to us and it's a, it's a connection with us. Holly is one of the big protection and defence plants. It protects us. It protects what we believe in as well. But it also brings peace. It actually means I wish you peace. I would like mm. peace around me. People, um, and, and it's not saying the people who, who react sort of in the way that you've described, there's anything wrong with this. But when they see a a protection or a barrier, sometimes what is the first, their first uh, reaction is a bit, and think of a holly, you know, it is, (laughs) it, it's a bit prickly <laughs> and that's yeah. why they, that's their first that's their first sort of reaction and um, they're, they're probably worried because they're thinking this is this this plant um, it means protection and defense and they might be warning you of it but you're actually feeling okay with it because you want it around you because it, it feels it feels like it's giving you some sort of um, protection and bringing peace mm-hmm. as well 
So that is your connection most probably with it. If it's a plant that you want all the time, you're very connected um, with sort of um, things from the past staying not the way they are, but but it's uh-huh. a protection of memories, a protection of legacy as well. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see where you have it in your home as well. Did you oh, say I, it I have it right outside my door. There you um, go. I have yeah. a giant sliding door, and mm-hmm. I I usually you know this time of year I'm going to plant flowers and so forth. Mm-hmm. But this particular um, you know this particular plant. Yep. There's no way. I mean, Linda looks at it. She tries to hide it. You know, yes. other people want to move it on the side. I end up yep. pulling it out, putting it right in front of that door. Yeah. And yep. whatever the reason is, there, it's just like breathing to me to do that. So I and it's a homemaker plant. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the homemaker plants. You know, people like putting them out the front. Jade, people think of that as always oh, planted out the front because it's good luck and bringing money and it brings prosperity and it helps keep things that are worth a lot keep yeah. going. So Jade's another one people plant um, in a lot of where I live in Australia. Uh, you call them plumeria. We call them frangipennies. Uh-huh. Uh, they're very popular in fronts of homes. Very similar energy to the holly, very similar. So you're just intuitively, Dr. Pat, planting a homemaker protection plant out the front. And um, well That's done. right. Well, and you know, here, Linda just sends me a, a, a Skype message. It looks mm-hmm. like long, empty branches. So, <laughs> Linda, now you have a different perspective on this. And by the way, for those of you out there, we love to know, are you drawn to a particular plant, is there something you're drawn to? And would you like to know more about it? Or would you like to know, what should I put around me? What should I put around me if I maybe would like to restore my health? How about if I want some mental healing? What do I want to put around me? Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're taking your calls, questions, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. 
We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Please join us for a transformational conference with five, that's right, five of the leading pioneers in the fields of science and spirituality, all in one place. Join best-selling authors and teachers, Greg Braden, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Lynn McTaggart, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and Lee Carroll in both individual workshops as well as a weekend of keynote presentations and panel discussions. At this extraordinary event, you'll get to experience some of the brightest leaders of our world today empowering you with groundbreaking new information, deep wisdom, and practical tools to transform your life. Come connect with others and expand your consciousness in beautiful Nanaimo on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, June 14th through 19th. For more information or to register for what some are expecting to be one of the best conferences of 2018, visit shalohaproductions.com. That's S-H-A-L-O-H-A productions.com or visit the individual speakers' websites. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. For more information about us, please go ahead and find out more at the drpatshow.com. uh, and we're taking your questions. We got a bunch of questions coming in. I got one coming in from Linda here. And uh, 1-800-930-2819. And Nathan will grab your call and we'll get you on air so you can, you know, pretty much ask Cheryl in your question. Um, the book is fabulous. I love the book. Uh, Linda's question is, what do iris say about a person any color or size i don't know what that means listen linda but she does want to know about the iris because you and i were talking Mm -hmm. about it um and she uh, the ones that i see her get are these uh purple ones i don't Mm -hmm. know which version of them but they open up beautifully they're ruffled around the edges a lot of times Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and these would probably be our blue flag irises. That's what they'd be. But okay. all irises overall are the creativity flower. They connect very heavily with creativity, uh, releasing blocks, making things happen as well. Now, your irises are the flower from that we see in the fleur-de-lis pattern in heraldry, uh, and it means faith and honour and uh, loyalty as well. And people that are really connected to them usually see they have a lot of artwork around of irises. They sort of repeat the pattern a lot, even in uh, they, they're just drawn towards it. It's amazing the people I've, I've met who love irises. And then when I explain the fleur-de-lis pattern, you know, it looks like the little um, spike with the two curly things out on the top of railings and things like that. And you see mm-hmm. it in, in textiles and I'll be like I didn't even know that but I like that pattern and uh, because they're they're connecting with that energy 
of that um, of that flower. But they 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 either they're very creative themselves or they celebrate creativity. They're drawn to it. They love collecting art. They love going to galleries, uh, listening to music. That's a form of creativity. Even cooking, you know, they're they're very. Um, they're very drawn to those sorts of things. But you always find people who like Horace's are very <laughs> loyal people. They, they're very, they have strong faith and, um, and they're very honourable as well. Or anything, any sort of chink in those sorts of things disturbs them a lot. So if they fail themselves, they, they're quite in any of those ways, it quite upsets them. Um, but yeah. They all, yeah, yeah. And they're very inspirational people as well. I, I find they're inspiring to be around. There's something mm. about them that inspires and uplifts you. So, yeah, they're Irish people. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's and it's interesting because different people like different things. Exactly. You know, you think we think when we think about, you know, somebody's taste of landscaping, gardens, flowers, mm-hmm. plants, whatever that is, you know, that you think about what they like. And, you know, I don't think there are any two people that are like. Um, no. Mm, but there is, you know, you can tell sometimes that these things are passed down generationally. So, for example, like Linton Rose. Now, I never heard about a Linton Rose. It's not like a regular rose that you would cut from the stem and no. and buy for somebody. It's a different kind of rose. And mm. it looks very different. And so I, I was curious, you know, what is it in the? Is it actually even in the rose family? And what does the what is the meaning of that? Um, the, all roses, anything that has the name of rose in it, uh-huh. has the similar energy of um, of. They're the highest vibrational flower. They they have a very strong connection with us. All roses go back. Actually, they they started in China. That's where we find them to start with, and they've spread throughout the the world. And we're attracted to them because they're very good healers. Mm. They're very good connectors of all of us, and they um they. You can see the way we put them in our gardens. We surround them with we ourselves. We use them all the time in our different celebrations as well. And they they um, they uplift us and connect us in different sorts of ways. Now, what you're talking about is a Linton rose, even though it has that that name in the, in them in it, and it still connects us in those sorts of ways most people would know it as the heli ball that's what they yeah. would call it right and it's a, a flower that that uh, connects with mental healing it supports us through making things sort of a little bit more clear for us as well and another meaning for it or another an, an attribute and is a meaning is plant alchemy so we're looking at the fact that we call it linton rose is it really a rose it's something we 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 associate with those sorts of energies mm-hmm. um, and so this is this alchemy that comes in and you find a lot of flowers like this that maybe you know have similar attributes or similar names as well are into this sort of shape shifting energy and sometimes this plant but always this plant um, alchemy Hellebore has a very long folklore history as well. Yeah. It, um, you know, it's used in people who practice magical spell work and uh-huh. um, 
it comes up a lot in these sorts of things. It's used in sort of exorcism and uh, banishing spells and things like that as well. But um, but you're very right. Is it a rose or not? Not true rose, but right. <laughs> but it does connect with that sort of energy because we have given it that and there is something probably and and we find this all the time in science it'll pop up somewhere like oh this is why you know scientifically there might be something in its genes or there might be some sort of healing property at some point because I find this all the time science bears out our folklore and herbalism traditions somewhere along the line you know eventually so um yeah that's an it's an interesting one Mm, and I was reading flower. in your book, I was reading in your book, and it also talks about uh, the fact that it's also a protection kind of thing, you know, oh, this yeah. invisibility yeah. protection. So now mm. I have three plants, right? One mm. is the holly that I put there myself, the two mm-hmm. uh, Lenten roses, which Linda put there. So now I got right. three protection plants. What do you think is going on? I have. I don't know. You're going to put a plumeria in there as well because that's a big household um, protecting uh, plant. Because that is oh, that's so funny. Or ivy. Ivy's another one. Um, is a is a big uh, protector and holds things up if you have a look at the way it grows. But um, yeah, yeah, that's a. That's, well, you see plumeria everywhere. It's actually originally from Puerto Rico and um, mm-hmm. these sorts of areas, and it. Um, if you go throughout uh, sort of Asia and South America, you'll see them planted in the fronts of graveyards because yeah. they're meant to protect. They're uh, beautiful. I love yeah, them. Protecting, yeah. protecting plant. You know that yeah. uh, if this is it, they're beautiful. And in a lot of Asian um, uh, different religions, the the monks, you know, they tap on them in the morning to wake mm. them up. I think that's such a beautiful tradition. And I have one at the front of my house and I do it every morning. You have to be careful because, you know, they're, they're quite fragile. <laughs> they give them a little tap every morning. And it is amazing how much better they flower. So um, there might be a science angle to that. But, <laughs> no, I believe I'm waking my plumeria up every morning to get to protect me. So, yeah. Oh, this is so great. When we come back, we're going to talk now more about this other aspect of the book. What if you wanted to find out what you might want to surround yourself with if you want to have more harmony in your life, maybe more love, maybe more strength, you know, maybe if you want to have a new beginning or how about more prosperity, maybe more money, Are there such things that perhaps you might already have in your house? Obviously, I've got a little few protecting things out there for me. But what are the things that you might want to surround yourself with more of when we come back? We'll be talking with Sherilyn about that. We'll be giving a copy of the book away, everyone. 1-800-930-2819. If you want to know, what do I need to have out there for a little bit more dreaming. 1-800-930-2819. Give us a call. We also have a copy of the book to give away. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Barbara Scheidegger, clinical hypnotherapist and founder of Swiss Hypnotherapy. And this is a tip with purpose. Be willing to make a change for the good. 
If you want to know what your thoughts were like in the past, look at your body today. If you want to know what your body will be like in the future, look at your thoughts today. This was Deepak Chopra who said that. And it's true. But it's never ever too late to make a change. And many things can be reversed. If you put your mind into it and make an effort, now you can make the change and tomorrow you will feel much better. Start now and look forward. Past is the past. There is no future in it. But in the now, you can find the future for tomorrow. I hope this tip helps you. You can reach me at swisshypnotherapy.com. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms helping everyday women create extraordinary lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Stephan is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit KarenBenton.com. everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome back. Cheryl and Darcy joining me here today. Great book, Flowerpedia, Flowerpedia. Um, Before we kind of dive into this, because there are a couple different ways that you present the relationship between life and flowers. And I Mm -hmm. love it. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating to me. Um, First, uh, tell people how they can find out more about you but then how they can get a copy of the book. And then, Nathan, we're going to give away a copy of the book here in a minute. Okay. Um, well, my website is www.sherilyn, C-H-E-R-A-L-Y-N, Darcy, D-A-R-C-E-Y.com. And uh, that's not just about me, but it gives you all the links of where you can find the book. 
It is available in all good bookstores, uh, some florist gardening centres and gift stores as well. And uh, I do believe in the United States it's released throughout all Barnes & Noble stores from the 1st of May as well. And, um, and, and you can find it on Amazon too. Awesome. And, um, you know, let's go ahead and give a copy of the book away, 1-800-930-2819. Love to give a copy of the book away. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I said uh, before, Sherilyn, is Mm -hmm. that you and I happen to be talking about flowers first. You know, Mm -hmm. here we are, we're surrounding ourselves with flowers. You know, I told you a little bit about, you know, Linda and her ability to grow amazing Christmas cactus. I mean, it's just crazy um, what she can do with that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we might want to bring something into our lives, either an energy or a manifestation of something or more of something or lessons of something. And mm-hmm. I was really struck by what you have in the book. Um, so, for example, you, you know, we were thinking about what our logo should be for our network, which mm-hmm. is a, a transformation radio. We're all positive talk. And mm-hmm. I went in here and I looked in the positive under the word positive mm-hmm. in the book. And I was really struck by what positive transformation even is in the book. And I thought this is so fascinating. The name of my company is Unlimited Possibilities. And you Mm -hmm. even had something in there. Mm -hmm. This is really incredible for people. How does one use this? Let's say that you wanted more creativity or or more of something in your life. How would you you use this? You could look it up and you could find the flowers that are, are connected with that energy that you want to bring in. Because, look, when, we, when we're attracted to flowers or even if we're buying them for other people, as simple as buying a bunch of flowers for people, we're attracted to what we like and what describes us mm-hmm. and we're also attracted to what we need. What we need to do when we're buying flowers for other people is to try, and this is like gifts. You know when you go and you're going to buy a birthday gift or a Christmas gift, you get attracted to everything you like and you have mm-hmm. to sort of stop yourself sometimes and go, hang on a minute, <laughs> what would they like? And we do it all the time. We do, we're really bad with flowers. So we have to think about what they would like or what they need in their life as well. But what you described then, finding logos, finding things you can bring into your world, you can do that with flowers as well. Now, you don't have to just have the fresh flowers because the energy is there in the imagery. It's there in botanical things. So you could you could be looking for something like a fragrance even that you can use, um, you know, d- different notes in, in even, you know, preferably organic, lovely, <laughs> pure um Uh, essences and uh, oils and aromatherapy but even in commercial fragrances they will have good ones that use the real the right ingredient the pure ingredients will bring that energy in as well to you but looking up things to describe and bring the energy of those flowers in to uh, workplace things into textiles that you have around you as well I've got little cloths and things and little brooches even that have the imagery of different flowers that I that I wear at different times because I want that energy around me and um, I, and I want to feel either protected, mm-hmm. I want to feel stronger, I want to feel braver. I'm feeling 
fuzzy and I want some mental clarity as well. Or I grow rosemary and I pick the little flowers, but the bush, the whole plant has the same energy, the mm-hmm. little locket. And I'll often put that in because it helps me remember because, um, yeah, sometimes when I'm talking on radio even, I've got my little thing here and I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> Especially when it's 4 a.m. in the morning. So I'm, I've got my little my rosemary around me to, to help with my memory. And, um, and there's therapeutic qualities to this. But knowing the flowers and looking them up in a book like I've written, I mean, this is the book. I wrote it because I couldn't find it basically <laughs> because I had all I had bits of information in my head and in my journals and uh, I thought, gosh, it would be good to have a book that you could just look yeah. up these things either way and um, to bring them in. So you can use this to for, for all the things you scri- describe but also uh, planning planning events and and creating things is my daughter's actually a tattoo artist and they have all the they have a copy in their shop in Sydney and and because people come in and they're like I like a floral tattoo but I want it to mean something they look up the meanings of different flowers all the people say I like this flower what does it mean first before you tattoo it on me and they look it up and say look it means this and that and they're like "Mm, okay hang on a minute yeah (laughs) and it's a good thing and it you know she said it's great she said mum we used to look it up on the internet and would find conflicting information as you do sometimes and she said this is great we just go get the flowerpedia out and have a look so, yeah, so people can bring the real language of flowers, reignite it. And as we've been talking, Dr. Pat, you've been saying, look, it means this and that, and that makes sense. It's not about this is a definitive answer. This is starting the conversation and you mm-hmm. people nod all the time and like, oh, yeah, I get that. I, I feel that about that person who likes the flower <laughs> or why I liked it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about is, um, I, I love that, that we can look at things and we can think, we can think, okay, wait a minute, you know, I am really drawn to something, but mm-hmm. if we want to shift energy, let's say, and that's really mm-hmm. what I was talking about before I was talking yep. about shifting energy, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. plants are living, breathing things. Yes. They're living, they, they really are. They're alive, they're growing, they have an energy uh, Mm -hmm. of their own. That's right. Yeah. And so what have you found? All right. Well, look. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, look, and and what you're describing there is they're busy doing their own thing. They um, connect with us because they need us. We're a seed dispersal mechanism for them um, and we will plant them. The more we're attracted to them, uh, the more we'll plant them. There's wonderful work by uh, an author and documentary maker called Michael Pollan and he has made a book and a documentary. It's called The Botany of Desire and I'm sure some of the listeners would have heard about this and it's about this this relationship, this ethnobotanical relationship between the two of us, between plants and nature. So we help them. So you're right, it's a leaving, breathing mechanism, but they've got roots. They're where they are. They need us to help. If we want to shift our own energy, connecting, finding out the meanings, connecting with the energy of these plants will help that because, um, for example, let me think of a really good one. Okay, recently... Um, I had a male friend in my family that was going through a really bad time and mm-hmm. having just absolutely 
you know, very, very difficult and challenging times. And it affected me. It affected a lot of people greatly yeah. in, a, in a very negative way. And it was how to shift this energy. Now, me, you think, and this is it, I, I say it's like the tradesman, it's like the plumber, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> you know they're, they're helping everybody else and they forget about themselves sometimes, <laughs> um, you know, heal or heal thyself first. Right. And I was really wound up in all of this. Now, it's not the season really for sunflowers in, in Australia. We grow them everywhere. <laughs> I grow them as well. And it's funny how they can nudge into us. Now, I should have straight away gone and found sunflowers, sunflowers, male healing, male energy, strength um, for females as well, but it brings that real sort of uh, strength and family unity right in there and it helps change things for a better tomorrow as well. So that's what I should have done and sat down, but it was quite funny. I was walking through my my shopping centre, just a local little strip mall, and this little florist that's there, the gorgeous people, she had one bunch with three, magical three, <laughs> sunflowers sitting in there, and I saw it and I went, oh, duh, thanks, universe, thanks, flowers. <laughs> and I grabbed hold of those and that was good. So in situations like this, just having them around, and if we can't find the sunflowers, drawing them, putting an image around us to shift that energy and to bring because this male needed to be stronger courageous we yeah. all needed to be as well and um doing this this is what we can do the same as what i said with flower essences and, and aromatherapy oils and that bringing that in so finding not what we like but what we need this is the thing so um oh yeah, yeah and, and understanding why we don't like things i'm not a fan of um gerbera daisies you know i'm really yeah. not and it's yeah me either right Right. And here we go. Well, I'm glad you said that because I didn't want to just talk about that. Well, I, I don't but know why I'm fighting. not. Well, okay, have a look at a gerber daisy. You know, usually they need a wire to hold them up. And even if they grow in your garden, they're very fragile, even though they look they're bright and strong looking. But, you know, just a little tap and they'll just snap. They mean um, desire and pleasure, but fleeting. Now, you know, I'm just, uh, maybe it's the Leo in me. I'm like, you're with me, you're with me forever. That's it. You know, I'm loyal and, and and I like that about people. And there's, I have to understand that sometimes pleasure and sometimes delights are fleeting and that's okay. So bringing gerberas in to my life can help me understand and help you, help everyone understand that energy, that it's okay, don't be scared of it. Maybe there's something, you know, I need there as well to understand. But, yeah, yeah finding the flowers, the meanings, and bringing those into your life, the yeah, things I, that you need. Yeah. I agree with you. So I stopped trying to bring them in to hold <laughs> them up. So now I bring them in and I cut them and I put them in Japanese floral arrangements in a little yes. frog. I put them in a little yep. frog, little ikiban design. Uh, let, let's, uh, let's go to the phones. We have Jessica mm-hmm. calling into the show. Nathan, Jessica. Hi. 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 How can we help you here today? I bet you got a question. I do. I'm loving this topic and I'm super curious because I'm very into tulips and I want to know what that means. Tulips. 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 Well, we were just talking um, briefly about roses before. Look, most people think of roses as being the the love flower. That's what you you give people when you're in love. But tulips really are your big love flower. They're they're about desire. Um, You know, throughout history, I mean, there's been two empires that have just about fallen. Well, they have, you know, because of (laughs) tulips. But they mean confidence as well. People who are born under the sign of Aries, 
are usually uh, very, very connected with uh, tulips. It's a very grounding plant, but it's also adventurous. It's a, it's a duality there with tulips. They're a bit funny. It's a grounding plant, but people still, they'd like to be adventurous, very confident. Uh, if you want to bring confidence into your life, if you want to bring more love as well, tulips are the, the, the flower for you, but you liking them so much, um, and, and orderly, that's what I was going to say as well. They're very orderly. Look at the way they're planted. But you will try to do things um, and bring things into your life that 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 maybe may, might seem impossible. You know, it's it's the story of tulips. They grow in places where people assume they're, they're native to. I mean, most people think they they come from Holland. They do not. <laughs> they're actually from the Middle East. And it takes a lot to grow a tulip actually in, in Holland and places like that. So, Yeah. So you've always loved them? I have. Just, it's always been the flower that I just am drawn to the most of anything. Okay, yeah. And it would be good to have – well, it's, you obviously have them around you. Um, but And and uh, and I because I find people – or do you? Sometimes people love these sort of plants and, and flowers and they don't plant them. It's good to try to plant them um, in, in some way or have the, the image around you as well if you're drawn to them because they will support you as well when you're not feeling so so great, you know, a tulip's the thing if you're drawn to. And it, they'll help with confidence. Anytime you sort of might feel that failing in any way or um, want to feel a bit more grounded and yourself, that's when to connect with that, that flower, the flower that you that is yours. But, yeah, mm. that's what they mean. There you go. Wow. Are you planting any in the ground at your house? I'm going to now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Um, Okay. So I found the picture of this plant that I was telling you about during the break. I've never heard of it before. And uh, and uh, you don't see it. This is the only place I've ever seen it. And mm-hmm. its name is E-S-P-I-C-I-A, uh, Exotic Angel Houseplant. What the E-S-P-I-C-I-A. heck? E-S-P-I-C-I-A. Well, this is the, this is the it's beauty called, of botany and hybrids. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it's an exotic, exotic angel, angel houseplant. And, you know, it's funny because I have never seen it anywhere except this one place. And so it's fascinating and it thrives there. What do you say to folks like me that are drawn to something and no matter how hard we try, we uh, just cannot get that thing to grow? Is that a message no, that that is it really? It usually is. It's like, stop it. That's yeah. what <laughs> just stop it. Um, there's obviously something there. Look, I'm a gardener as well, obviously. <laughs> you know, you have to be able to garden to to, to um connect as much as I do I'm a bit of a flower nut and a plant nut Uh but uh you know gardening wise probably there's something in your environment that that's just not right for it even in your little your little micro environment as well um you're trying to grow something as well energetically that you probably don't need you might have enough of in your life anyway in other ways or it just might be something that's bad for you you know like we might want to eat chocolate every day and have it surrounding us (laughs) but we probably shouldn't so there might be something about uh the plant now the one that you've just told me about this little plant and I was thinking I don't think I've ever heard of um it called um 
you know, the angel house plant. But this is the thing about the world and it's the wonderful thing that, you know, we can connect like this. So I've looked up its botanical name and I know it as um, um, Suomi. That's what I know this plant as. And it is uh, a little uh, tropical type of plant. And it, um, yeah, look, I'm sort of thinking, whereabouts do you live, Dr. Pat? (laughs) I live in the Pacific Northwest. And it seems to be growing in this place down the street. And it doesn't get direct light. It gets light that comes in from the skylight. Yeah, it just that's... sits there and the place is warm. My place is warm, but it's uh-huh. like crazy thriving. It's got these hanging place. like leaves off it and it's yep. kind of viney closer to the, the root. But I just thought, why do I like this thing so much? Um, right. Okay. It, it, um, it, that actual plant is one of the abundance plants as well. So people like to connect with it when they want to have more abundance as well. Um, and, and that's, that's okay. That's it. And it's a, it, that's a good thing to have. Perhaps though, in that particular plant, it's not quite good for you. Mm-hmm. I'd be going and looking at, um, Maybe begonias, that's something similar. Mm. You know, it's like where I live, I can't grow pe- uh, what you call peonies. We call them yeah. peonies. Uh, and, and that's a sad thing. And I've tried and it's like, mm, they're just not going to damn well grow. But the meanings of them, and maybe I don't need as much luxury mm-hmm. around me and pampering as I think I need because that's what they connect with uh, as well. But there are other plants and flowers I could well, have instead it's of. It's funny. But you, but it's you, funny you, you know, say you this give. because mm-hmm. I brought I brought the uh, clipping to the office mm-hmm. and I decided I'm just going to stick it in the dirt over here of one of these yep. other trees and it loves it here. Yeah, and there you so go. I found that interesting, right? Um, Maybe that's where it needs to be. Exactly. Now that the I'm energy needs to be at work. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have uh, enough abundance at home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I got another question that came in. Uh, fascinating question. So um, I have enough trees in my home, but I was drawn to this rubber, rubber tree that I got for $5. And it, it was kind of tall and it had some other little branches, but it was, it's, it's in a small little pot. So I thought, oh, I just put it in there and it's not going to grow very much. Uh, It's taken over my living room. (laughs) <laughs> it's a rub, it's rubber tree. It, right. She says rubber trees. She says it's got two really tall, like five foot. I think that's a foot, five foot. But then it's got smaller ones and they're all in this little teeny pot. Should I replant it? What is a what is going on with the rubber? Okay, with the rubber tree, I, I'm I'm kind of thinking it's probably yeah. There's a few different plants that that have the common name rubber. I, to to be quite honest, to get the 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 correct gardening information, I would go and talk to one of your. I know you call them master gardeners, or one of your um, even at one of your nurseries, garden centres mm. as well, just to get the right uh, information. Take a leaf with you as well, because even in photographs, plants can look similar to others. Even botanists <laughs> have a hard time identifying some. Does it need to? It's thriving. Does it need to be replanted? It probably does. You're you're in some way um, 
almost like a, a bonsai is stunting its growth probably a little bit even though it's <laughs> going crazy. But generally, what are the meanings? Um, look, good fortune, abundance, uh, success as well. These are the meanings as well. Having it thrive like that around you. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, what is happening for you? What was the name of the caller? Um, sorry, I, I missed the, JD. the name of the JD. It, look, it means something Something good's happening in the next year or so. If you've just brought this plant in and this is all happening, have a look at what's happening around that room as well. What are you doing there? What are you thinking? Um, you know, have you got a computer there and you've been Googling things? Have you been reading things? Are you, is it your workplace as well? Because mm-hmm. this is another thing, a connection. Yeah, she said office, thro- by the office oh, area, the office, the office, by the yes. office in my this house. Is- what a great, what a great message because this is obviously what you're doing. You're on the right track. This is what it's telling you because it's going, it's it's growing so well in that area. But um, be kind because, you know, this plant is thriving in this area. Be kind. I really would go and uh, have a talk, a chat with your garden centre, take a leaf just to make sure that you can keep that energy going as well because, you know, the, right. the, it's a, it, the plant doesn't know where its feet is exactly. You know, it's just, it's it's getting crazy on the energy that's going around there. So uh, whatever you're doing, you're on the right track. Um, keep going. Particularly interesting if you're sort of faltering a little bit at the moment. It could be encouraging you to keep going as well. Oh, boy, so, that's yeah. a good message. Awesome. Wow. Mm. Well, this hour has gone by so quickly. I want to thank <laughs> you, Sherilyn. I hope you'll come back. Uh, we, I would love to. Thank you. Yeah, we got many more callers, and we gave a copy of the book away right away. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you so much. Personal message from you, please, and give out your website again. Thank you. Okay, um, my website is www.sherilyndarcy.com and may nature always bless you, but much more importantly, may you all be a blessing always to nature. Yeah, and let's all go get rubber tree plants. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. And, yeah, for those of you that were not able to come on, we'll get Sherilyn back. Thank you, Sherilyn. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nathan, for pushing all the right buttons. And for you guys out there, stay tuned. We got another hour on Transformation Talk Radio coming up.